Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle discusses her seven tips to start the new decade, 2020, off right with her coach, Al Loveland, founder and principal guide at Stravo. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and today we have a special episode to discuss our New Year's resolutions. I know that it is coming. We are in the year 2020, which is a brand new decade, so I'm sure that everybody is going to be setting unbelievable expectations and goals for themselves. So today we're going to discuss seven tips to start the new year off right. And I have my uh, trusty sidekick, Al Loveland, here with me. Great to be here. Uh, Al is a coach and helps with time management, we'll say. Um, So that's why I have him on today, so he can help me elaborate on all of my seven points here. So we'll just go ahead and get started. Uh, The number one thing you can do to start your year off right is set your priorities. So picking things that are most important to you that you want to achieve in the year 2020. What do you think about that, Al? I think it's important. It always reminds me of Stephen Covey's line is begin with the end in mind. What are you trying to achieve? Why are you trying to achieve it? And how are you going to go about doing it? Because if you don't know what you're trying to do, then how are you going to do it? And so it's always kind of going back in what I like to call is intellectual vision. Visualize what you want to do and then think of the steps that you're going to take to be able to get there. Ah, yes. Taking the steps. We'll get to that. But setting your priorities is really important because it, 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 you're trying to figure out what's most important to you. So is weight loss most important to you? Is your career most important to you? Is Are your kids most important to you? And then you can list them in that order so you know where to go from there. And I absolutely can't stress this enough is just have a couple. Just to have a couple. You can't have 15 priorities. No. You got to have a couple because strategy is focus. And what are you focused on? All 15 of these things. <laughs> yeah, which means nothing. <laughs> nothing. So you're scatterbrained. Uh, number two is to be accountable. Now, how do people, how do you, how do you have accountability? I mean, where, where do you even get accountability is it within you is it like oh here i'm just going to make myself accountable to these things what are what are some important things to do to be to hold yourself accountable or to have somebody to do that for you first of its mindset i remember harry truman used to say the buck stops here but a lot of people who lack accountability think to themselves the buck never got here so they're not accountable for anything and so when you're accountable is is you're sitting back and you're saying this is what i'm going to do and these are the consequences if i don't reach it and so Part of being accountable is is that um, you know what happens if things start going right, and are you going to step up to be able to fix it? Because you know part of the journey is getting um, getting hit and getting knocked off track. Well, I think one thing that people don't ever think about is having an accountability partner, mm-hmm. having somebody to help you achieve the things that you want to achieve, or maybe have the same goals, like having a partner to go to the gym with or even hiring a trainer or hiring a business coach or hiring you know somebody to help you with things around the house i know it seems really silly but one of the best things that i did this year was hire a house cleaner mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, it's something i'm taking off my plate so that i can be accountable to all the other things that i need to get done 
I think the other thing is that like when you get on your journey in 2020, I always like to quote my favorite philosopher, Mike Tyson. He used to say that everybody had a plan against him until he punched him in the face. <laughs> and sometimes an, accounti- an accountability partner is somebody who we, we think about like the drill sergeant. Sometimes it's someone who's able to kind of pick you up off the ground, dust you off, pat you on the back and say, let's get back on path together. Because sometimes you need that kind and comforting word to be able to help you get back on the path. Because sometimes we don't need that kick in the pants as much as we need someone to give us a hug and push us back in the right direction. Absolutely. Number three tip I have is strive for progress, not perfection. I think as human beings, we think that if it's not perfect, don't do it. But if you start something, you're more likely to continue it than if you're waiting for that perfect moment or waiting for everything to be perfect before you move on to something. You know, a lot of business owners, what they do is they start something before they're even ready. If you go ahead and just start the progress or start your on your journey and just make little 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 things of progression we lost a pound that's progress or we stuck to our diet for five days that's progress you know we don't have to be perfect a hundred percent of the time don't let perfection be the enemy of the good and one of the favorite things i have is from a guy named alan weiss that i love to read he says if you get one percent better you'll be twice as good within a few months and it's that sense of progress it's the sense of moving forward it's the sense of getting better and a lot of times is that um, we have unrealistic expectations and we feel like a failure, but really the only thing to really succeed is to really move forward. And then also too is to be able to weather a storm. And sometimes you're gonna get knocked off track, sometimes you're gonna fail. I always like to say in baseball, a great baseball team is a team that can win 100 games. Right. But that also means they lose 62. And you know, you're gonna, you're going to have losses during the, the course of the year. And just because you're not perfect doesn't mean that you're not going to win the World Series. Well, what is it that um, a good batting average is 22%? <laughs> 33. That's 3.33. It's, it's getting out. I should know that. It's getting two-thirds out of the time. So at least you didn't say, you know, a great batting average is catching three touchdowns. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> you're not perfect, right? <laughs> well, I think, you know, We have to be realistic in our expectations of what our goals are, you know, which leads me to my next tip is being realistic. If your goal is to lose weight, if you're saying, I'm going to, I want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days and go to the gym every single day and eat perfect the whole time. What happens is, is that that one time that you don't do it, you quit. Because you've now set this unrealistic expectation of what you're going to do, and now you've let yourself down because you ate, you know, a whole sheet pan of chocolate cake or something, and that just sets you completely off. Whereas if you're more realistic of your goals, let's say I want to start going to the gym twice a week, and I want to lose 20 pounds in the next six months and then move on from there. You've now set a realistic expectation of a goal that you can meet. Once you meet that goal, then you can add to it from there. Let's say you add another day of the gym or you change up your diet slightly by, you know, cutting out soda or, or whatever it is. Once you meet that small goal, 
then you now are more likely to take the next step and add another realistic goal to that. The one thing I love is the training regimen for a marathon. You don't go out and run 26.2 miles the first day that you try. You don't? You don't. You go out (laughs) and you do a short run. Um, I remember when I lost 30 pounds, I walked down and I walked five minutes and I went home. The next day I went down and I walked six minutes and I went home. And I eventually got to 30 and then I did 30 minutes after that. And then um, part of the weight loss was also um, was eating good for six days, and the, the regimen that I had on the time had a cheat day. So that was a day that I went and had a cheesesteak or something that I liked it, that I liked was good. And, or there were some days during the course of the week was that you're going to go out and you're going to have something bad. But realistic expectations is, is going to know that you're going to get a head cold. You're not going to feel good some days. Sure. But it's like there is going to be more wins than losses and that um, – a lot of cases is that we beat ourselves up by not being as perfect as we want to be. But by by being realistic, it's like this is what I want to be at the end of the game or at the end of the session, um, not when something doesn't happen the way that I anticipate it. Well, and I don't like to use the word cheat day and bad because I don't feel like it. you're not cheating. You're living. <laughs> you're being realistic about what you can do. I mean – so you want a cheesesteak, have a cheesesteak, and then you move forward from there. You know, I think when you have that idea of cheating, you've then given yourself a, a, an out to quit because you've cheated and now it's just, it's all shot. You know, every, all my progress is gone, but it's not. It's making that progress and eating really well for six days and having that one day where you have french fries and a milkshake or whatever it is. The key thing I found, and the reason why, um, you know, we'll, we will have a debate here on the, the, on the thing of cheat, but of course you're right because it's your podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the key thing that I found when I did that, it was something to look forward to. And after a while, um, I really didn't want to do that anymore because I loved the food that I was eating. And that's one of the things that I that, that I found with that was was that um, I always felt better when I was doing the right things rather than the wrong things. But anyway, you're right. No cheating. <laughs> so moving on to our next tip, number five, setting smaller targets. So we often set these goals, huge, big, audacious goals, which are fantastic. You know, it's it's great to have a large goal, but how do you get to that large goal? What are your smaller targets to reach your big goal? Are you setting, you know, a weight loss goal of I want to lose five pounds a month or even four pounds a month? You're still in a good range. That's still something realistic. Or, you know, even if it's not something to do with, let's let's say business-wise, if your goal is to hit a certain target every single month, what are you doing to achieve that month by month to grow your income or to, you know, grow your clientele? What are those small goals? What are those small milestones that you're reaching? Are you setting a daily goal, a weekly goal, a monthly goal? Um, you know, I think when we set a big goal of losing 30 pounds in 30 days, you're looking at, I mean, that's a shorter goal, obviously, but you're looking at it from how do I, I'm just going to lose 30 pounds, but how are you doing that? And what are you doing every single day? Have you achieved, some, achieved something today, like going to the gym or, you know, going out and marketing or whatever it may be to move forward towards that bigger goal? 
One of my favorite stories is by Bill Parcells, who back in the 80s was the, the coach of the New York Giants. And they had just lost the NFC Championship game to the Bears. And he went back and he thought, and he was really depressed, and he said, for me to get back to this point, he went back and he said, I have to get a new staff. I have, to, I have to prepare for the combine. I have to prepare for free agency. I have to prepare for the draft. I have to then prepare for um, the pre-training training camp and then training camp and then preseason and then I have to go through 16 games, win two playoff games, all to get back to this point where I was. And in a lot of cases in life when we go through those things is that we go back and we look about um, that end state rather than going back and appreciating each one of those steps along the way appreciating that one rep that you can do, appreciating that walk that you have, appreciating that meal that you make, and savoring the victory of each one of those little things because those little things all add up to that big thing of reaching your goal. Because when we go back and we say, oh, I want to reach this big goal, and that's all it is, sometimes when you go back and it's like, as I said with my thing, I was happy when I did my six minutes. I was happy when I, I opted for you know chicken and salad rather than a cheesesteak. Um, it's it's those little wins and those little things that you savor that helps you build the momentum to get that big win. Absolutely. Uh, number six, creating a calendar. How are you going to achieve something if you don't have a schedule of what you're going to be doing? It's proven that people who schedule are more likely to stick to a plan and to achieve their goals because they have an idea of what they're going to be doing or they're, they've already scheduled all that time in. I mean, I schedule pretty much everything in my life, which may be a little bit crazy, but everything I, I schedule. Where that? Maybe from my business coach <laughs> who beats it into my head. But, <laughs> Al, thank you. Uh, but it's true, and you're right. You're right that it is very true that if you have a schedule and you know exactly where your time is allotted, you can fit all of the things into your life, and you can cater your lifestyle to exactly where you want it to be, right? It's so important to know yourself. Um, I, I really think with fitness especially um, and with eating properly is understanding that you're going to need to schedule time in to eat right. The second thing is to know when you like to work out, what kind of person you are. I work out first thing every morning. Ugh, not and me. somebody <laughs> likes to do it midday. Some people like to do it in the evening. Right. But like the one thing I try to do is I try to say, hey, let me try to work out later in the day. Well, on a later in the day, I'm bored. I'm not enthused. My workouts were awful. And so I had to make that conscious decision to schedule the time in the morning. But it, as much as it is, is knowing when to schedule the time is to know when you'll love it and know when you'll enjoy it the most and also when it fits into your schedule. And then the other thing is really scheduling in times to eat because when you start going off track, um, back, back in my corporate days, I'd work late, it'd be too late, and guess what was right on the way home? Wendy's. And, uh, you know, when you're going to Wendy's three or four times a day, you know, having a chick sandwich, a hamburger, it's good to cheat every once in a while or, or not cheat or shall, you, shall we say enjoy yourself. But, <laughs> you know, indulging in that stuff. Um, and that's why I was 220 pounds at a certain point. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one thing. I think you're right. Scheduling a time to eat. I think a lot of people don't do that. And I've always been pretty pretty good about that. I always schedule my afternoon. You know, I have my morning clients and my evening clients and my afternoons are for my lunchtime, they're for running errands or for getting things done or even taking my naps. Yes, I take naps. But um, 
I've been noticing now taking over over this business that I just took over that I'm not scheduling myself those lunch breaks anymore. So my lunch won't be until 4 p.m. And I may have skipped breakfast or I may have eaten breakfast at, you know, 7 or 11. And now my schedule for eating is completely erratic, where I was very previously was very regimented about it. I My breakfast was at this time. My lunch was at this time. You know, my dinner was between this time and this time in the evenings. And I'm finding it more difficult to stick to that because I haven't been writing it in my schedule. And the key thing is to think about eating. It's productivity and strength. Because with productivity and strength is, is that when you eat, your body needs nourishment, you're more focused, you're able to kind of do the things that you need to do to be able to get the results. Because when people crash in the afternoon or you can't focus, that's usually because your body's not getting the nutrients and the rest that's needed. And that's why you need to do it. And so it's not like something going, oh, I I forgot to eat because I was so busy. Well, if you eat and you're stronger, you're going to be so much more powerful and get so much more stuff done. Right. So number seven, my last tip of the day, is don't get discouraged. You can start over as many times as you need to. Every meal is a new opportunity. Every morning is a new opportunity. Every week is a new opportunity. You have a new opportunity to start over all the time. So if you're discouraged with your progress or if you're discouraged that you had a cheat day or whatever it may be, if you fell off track or if you know, you didn't go to the gym for a couple weeks, you can start back at any time. And you don't have to be perfect. Again, we're not striving for perfection because nobody is perfect. We are not perfect as human beings. We are not perfect as individuals. And we have this idea that we need to be. And when we're not, it discourages us and then we quit. So don't get discouraged. Don't let little failures, which are not failures, they're just hiccups or, you know, bumps in the road, continue on, keep going, keep doing things to get that progress. And step by step, you will reach your goals. Two historical stories for you. Um, One is Benjamin Franklin. He used to have this dry erase board that he had back at the time. Of course, he didn't have dry erase boards back in the 1700s. Wouldn't it be like a chalkboard? Yeah, some kind of board that he used to have. And he used to put down these things for the 13 things he wanted to work on. And at the end of every week, he would erase that. And he would have his errors. He would think the Latin term was called erratum or something like that. And he would just erase them. They'd be over. It would be like a lesson learned that he would grow from it and he would learn from it and he would move forward. And it was a mindset of always getting better. And that when you made a mistake, he erased it. And guess what? It was gone. There's nothing you can do about it. It's over. And so when you're doing things with weight loss and exercise is, is that, yes, you're going to make a mistake, erase it, learn, learn from it. It's okay to make a mistake. It's not okay to make a mistake twice. The second thing is I'd like to say is I love um, U.S. Grant, and I loved um, the stories from him in the, during the Civil War. And there's one of my favorite stories was he had a disastrous day, like nearly lost his army. And he was standing under this tree chewing on a cigar, and William Tecumseh Sherman came up to him, and he said, he said, Grant, we're going to have the, we had the devil's own day, and Grant was chewing on a cigar, and it was raining. And he was sitting there, and he says, yep, but we'll get him tomorrow. And he was already thinking about the attack at 4.30 the next morning. 
And a lot of cases when we have those losses and we get discouraged is that we just think about the things that we can no longer change. It's over. Um, we can see what kind of um, damage it's done to us. But then also the lessons from Grant is, is that, you know what, what you can affect is now and tomorrow and having that aggressive attitude and having your plan and sticking to it and having that, um, that fortitude to move forward is so important. And so like when you have those losses, it's just be aggressive and erase the mistakes and get better. That's all you should be worried about. Uh, one of the things that you've beaten into my head over the years is that the first time you do something is the worst time. So if you do something and it's not perfect or it's not what you think it's going to be, it's never going to be that way again because the next time you do it, it will be better. The next time will be better. The next time will be better until you're at that point where you're doing things the best you can. So with your diet, again, if it's not perfect today or tomorrow or the next day, it gets better every time you try. It's all about making that move forward and hopefully we can better our situation or reach all of the goals that we set all of our priorities that we've listed and everything that we want to achieve in the year 2020. Yeah. So and beyond. And beyond. So those are my seven tips to start the new year off right and hopefully maintain your new year resolution. I think those are pretty easy and simple and you can always contact me if you have any questions or if you need accountability and welcome to 2020. Have happy holidays and a lovely, happy new year, and we will see you next year. Happy decade. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Medic Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you'd like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes, or you can find it on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. You can also find out more information about Gabrielle's fitness vacations. To find out more about this summer's Banff Fitcation and our fall Fitcation to New Zealand, visit www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a great review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.